you push me, Neve. It's like when you play a better player. You 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 bring the best out of me. I really Ew. have to think about my bangers, because I suppose sorry, bangers are trash. Is what we're talking about after six, two songs, only one can win. Um, because because <laughs> a banger, I suppose, is a dance banger. That's what a, a, a ba- when you think banger, you think dance song. Yeah, absolutely. Like one that gets you up, gets you going, yeah. bopping the head. Like not blue one love. No, I love blue one love. Mm. But it's not a banger. I know. And I'm extra nervous for tomorrow because Friday's like you want the biggest banger you can. Are you going to choose your own or are you going to wait for Al Gibbs? I'm going to choose my own. Just have in my back pocket. Yeah. Because if I don't like it, Al's, I won't be taking it. Oh! <laughs> Al also might be in late. Exactly. Which uh, which could hamper. Yeah, I like the idea you're doing it. Yeah, because Al said he's going to help out Neve. It's two all. I've managed to do the comeback. It's like Istanbul, down a half time, come back, can I win in penalties? That's exactly... <laughs> what we can hope for um, and also fantasy football I honestly feel like we're going to close the gap this I'm, week I'm excited about this week do you know I always go we yeah I feel like it's my team oh we are we're not my team it's our team one big team I feel like it is mm. and when I'm wa- I was watching football the last day and my nephew goes um, do you have a fantasy team I was like no and then I go no oh, way I do <laughs> I do no, it's not mine. I don't manage it. I'm like, I'm more of a an assistant coach. You're part of Dynamo Neve. That's what my yeah. uh, team is. Dynamo Neve. Neve. Neve, yeah. Neve. Dynamo Neve. Our friend Phil well, came up with that name. I suppose we're now calling Kiev Kiev. Kiev, yeah. So it should be Dynamo Kiev instead of Dynamo Kiev. Dynamo Neve. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. Right. Here is today's show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for tuning in to 104 Drive. Myself, producer Neva here. Nathan is still on his holidays. He'll be in the sky, oh, maybe tomorrow evening, coming back for the weekend. But we have a little routine here. We're a show and we're a team of routine. And we all have our lunch at around half two, 20 to three. Can I add in a new element to the routine, Neve? Oh, yeah. I really loved... Watching the chase. It was fun, wasn't it? Just before we came on air. You were smashing the questions. Well, so the final chase was on. <laughs> and I I did pretty well with the final chase for the contestants. Pretty bad when the Dark Destroyer yeah. was doing it. But I really enjoyed it. I, I even turned my seat around and turned up the television. You did. You put your back to me to see the telly and I love it. I think we should do that from now on. Right. On yesterday's show, we were talking about the most disgusting foods you have ever eaten or foods you can't stand. And on the way next, we're going to talk to Shannon, who is putting out a case as to why margarita pizza should be banned. <laughs> First, though, Amory 2002 on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I will always remember the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. On the day and Marie and 2002 on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Now, I was talking about it on yesterday's show and I'm asking you to show it some love because we put ourselves through some horrid situations in this station, I tell you. But I think what we were made to do by the social team last Friday was the worst thing that we were asked to do so far. We had to do the TikTok pickle challenge <laughs> where you get a sour pickle... You wrap it in fruit winder or fruit wrap. You stuff these spicy, tacky, tacky, blue-dyed crisps into it, and then you top it off with chamoy sauce. If you haven't yet looked at it, 
go on to our Instagram, Instagram page, Dublin's FM 104. Show some love, leave us a comment, make it worth our while doing that. And me nearly vomiting because I nearly vomited. And if you want to see me, I, I did, I gagged. And I witnessed it in person, so. It came back up and I had to spit it out into a bin. It's all there <laughs> on our Instagram page. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten in my life. Without a, without fail. It was disgusting. We're asking you about disgusting foods that you've eaten or foods that you won't touch. Shauna, you have a list. What are yours? Oh my God. Mushroom, cauliflower and cheese. Especially cheese. The idea of a cheese board makes me gag. I'm with you. Who on earth, when it comes to dessert, when you can get a chocolate brownie or a selection of ice creams, says no. I'll pass on the ice cream and I'll have some mouldy cheese. It's the most disgusting yeah. thing. Even the sight of it makes me feel yeah. like I'm going to be sick. It's awful. Shannon, I'm in complete agreement with you. Now, I will have I will have cheese on my cheeseburger and I'll have it on my pizza. How are you with those type of cheeses? See, cheese on a pizza is fine if there's other toppings on it. Like a margarita pizza should be illegal. It should be illegal. <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed. Honestly. <laughs> so you, if you just put a couple of pepperoni on there, you're fine. But if you just have yeah. pure cheese, absolutely not. Yeah, I wouldn't eat it for any amount of money in the world, honestly. <laughs> and, and sorry, I'm just going back. It was mushrooms and cauliflower. Yeah, vile. Uh, well, I can understand mushrooms. They can be kind of disgusting at times. Um, cauliflower or... Would you eat broccoli now? Because for me, they're kind of the same thing. I know they, they're different, but I would hate both of them. Broccoli is actually my favourite food. I get it's out. completely different to cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower tastes like, I don't know, it's just like the smell of it and everything. Oh, no. <laughs> Broccoli is fine. I agree. I hate cauliflower and mushrooms, so I'm with you on that. Awful. Right. Well, Shannon, we appreciate you coming forward and we definitely won't be seeing you with the cheese board in any restaurant in the coming future. That's a fact. Oh, absolutely not. Brownies all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. Bye. We also had a couple of people on yesterday talking about coddle. It's very divisive coddle. I've never had it because it looks disgusting in my opinion. Neve, you have had it when you were younger. Now you said it does look disgusting, but it tastes gorgeous. It does. It tastes very nice, I have to say. Alan joins us now. Alan is going to explain exactly what coddle is for people who don't really get it. Alan, go on. It was basically, it was a poor man's soup, for want of a better word. It was normally just done with potatoes and onions originally. Okay. And basically, it was just boiling water with potatoes and onions. Okay. That's exactly how it started out. Mm. It's progressed further and further and further. Um, as long as I've been alive and kicking, uh, my folks, basically what they would do, they'd normally get the sausages into the water, um, water be boiled, um, sausages go in as soon as the sausages start floating bacon bits uh, then a packet or two depending on how thick you like your soup goes into the water and then the potatoes in just to give them maybe 10-15 minutes so they don't go too soggy and boom, done and Alan, do you use skinless sausages or skinned sausages? Uh, I've always known it to be skinned right I don't know what one I was having in the sausages. You sure they were sausages? <laughs> well, no, that's that's fine for another conversation. <laughs> and I just don't like the idea. You wait for the sausages to float like it's a dead body, floating to the top. Well, well come here, listen. 
listen, it's the way it's the way that I've grown up knowing how it is. Well, Alan, we appreciate you coming on, defending and explaining Coddle. And if you want to add any more foods that you find absolutely disgusting, or this is your platform if you want to keep on defending Coddle, because we are getting a lot of Coddle hate. So. As a broadcaster, we have to stay balanced in the argument. 87 104 It's Sunroof. I got my head out the sunroof. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Sunroof on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. We are talking about just disgusting foods that you've eaten and stuff you don't like. We got a cheese board a couple of minutes ago and also cauliflower and mushrooms, but... A distinct hate for cheese. But the conversation has turned to coddle. So coddle, if you don't know, if you're not from, if, if you're from Dublin, you know what coddle is. But mm. if you're not from Dublin, it could be a bit alien to you. It's where you boil sausages and rashers. And it's in this kind of broth and I know there's potatoes and vegetables like in there. It's like a clear stew, kind of, with sausages and rashers in it. It's just the boiling of the sausages. You said when you had it when you were younger, you used to have skinless sausages. Yeah, skinless. Alan was on a couple of minutes ago explaining what Coddle is, but Laura joins us now, who is yet another person sticking up for Coddle. Are you? <laughs> I'm obviously sticking up for Coddle. Coddle is the best. Okay. And you make it the cheapest way possible, and it's amazing. But it just doesn't... Do you not accept that it looks rank? Oh, I can accept that it looks rank. Thank you. But if you haven't tried it, and if you're one of those people who goes, that looks rotten, I'm not going to try it, then you're missing out. That is an issue. What's <laughs> the texture like? It's just like, it's actually like tender meat then. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not like chewy or anything, you know? You hear yeah. my child shouting at me because she can't talk. And well, have you, have you fed your child coddle? <laughs> I have fed my, both my children coddle, yes. <laughs> and they have thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe it's how the person makes the coddle then. Maybe that's uh, yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Just and them. Producer Neve was saying that she had it when she was younger with skinless sausages. Is that the only way to go? I don't now to be fair it does look like um, looks like you're circumcised the sausages by the time they finish cooking <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I still like a skin on sausage because I don't like it <laughs> uh, and what was it Neve? What's, what type of bread only bread Brennan's bread with Brennan's real, white bread yeah. white bread loads of butter real Massive. butter yeah um, yeah, and you have to just use a packet of soup. I know this sounds like you're there going, broth. I'm like, broth, where are you from, sweetheart? Stop it. <laughs> you have to get a packet of soup, a packet of soup, farmhouse vegetables, two packets of that, whack it all in, boil it into soup, massive. Bish, bash, bosh, done. Bish, bash, bosh, unreal, yeah. Well, do you know what? <laughs> Every food seems to have their trend. You had the burger bars, uh, you have then uh, pizza slices, you have burritos. Maybe Coddle is going to be the next one. Open up little <laughs> small restaurants on Camden Street. <laughs> make like, yeah, make it look like the tenements back in the day. And <laughs> up really go themed, go really themed on it. <laughs> You're a star, <laughs> thank you. Chunks st- of bread off it. <laughs> muscle, yeah, You're a star, thanks for your call. All right, thanks, 087-6797-104. If you want to add to the conversation on coddle or disgusting or lovely foods, we'll talk about anything on the show. It's David Guetta on 104 Drive. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. David Guetta and I'm good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We got this message in from John following our conversation about food and cuddle, etc, etc. Two types of people in this world. There's people who love avocado on toast and there's people who love cuddle. And I'd rather be a person who loves cuddle. Cuddle is the best. Not even in Dublin. Ireland all over. Cuddle. 
I, I find that very partisan. <laughs> I, th- I, I am in the middle. I hate both. Well, no. Okay, sorry. I, I have to rewind there a second. I haven't tried coddle. I just feel like I wouldn't like it. Okay. And two, I don't like the texture of avocado. Oh, well, I like both. So there you go. Okay, so it's four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 87 Any more conversations? I think we're just opening up about food in general. What you like, what you like. I like chips. <laughs> <laughs> On the way next is cello, but the saxophone edition. FM You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Higher Love on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Chillo, what's the song we're looking for? The saxophone edition. Nathan's off, so when we're off, we like to change it up. When I was off, it was an accordion. Now it is the saxophone. Can you guess the song in the style of a saxophone? Here we go. Here's today's. If I just gave that, would you have got it? Yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to play it again because I just ruined it there. Sorry, guys. Neve got it. I'd say within two seconds. <laughs> she was very good today. I was very impressed. But do you know it listening? Let's go to the phones. We're joined by Nathan. No way. Not that Nathan. Another Nathan. What are you up to today? Just going on a nice drive today. Oh, very good. So, no plans. Just going for a drive in the sunshine. No plans. Just a nice long drive today. Um, do you want to maybe... Because Nathan's been off all week, so right now is the only opportunity I've had to say this is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan and actually being <laughs> legit. Do you want to maybe do your best impression of Nathan? I could regret asking that, but would you like to give it a shot? I don't think I will give it a shot. <laughs> do you know what, Nathan? That is absolutely fine. That's as, just... as my name is Nathan as well, I don't think I want to do that. You wouldn't do that to a fellow Nathan? No, I wouldn't. That is such respect. Do you Too know what? kind. That is very nice, Neve, isn't it? Very nice. I don't know if our Nathan will be as kind to this Nathan, though. That's the that's my worry. I agree. Nathan, talk to me. What is today's saxo? It's Charlie Puth. Uh, we don't talk anymore. Is this? We don't talk anymore. Yeah. Good tune. Once interviewed Charlie Puth many, many years ago, oh, just yeah? when he first came out. And I saw in other interviews, Nathan, that uh, he, he wrote he wrote a jingle for somebody when he was doing the interview. I go, unbelievable, we oh, get wow. him to write a jingle for one of our games. And we, how are you, Charlie? How's things? Quickly realised he wasn't really that awake. He was in bed. And then I go, could you give us an old jingle for this game we've got called, whatever it was? And he goes... I'd rather not. Oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was embarrassing. But, Nathan, you enjoy your drive, and thanks for listening to the show. Thank you. You too. Have a good day. Hey, you're very good, Nathan. Right, Saxo returns tomorrow for the final time. The final Saxo. Actually, if next week I play all five Saxos for Nathan, <laughs> how many do you think he would get out of five? Because mm. he's not that bad at the game, to be fair to him. I know he's better than me. I think he definitely get today. Yeah. Um, what was yesterday's one? Um... Can't think. Yesterday's was. I know we had. Put us on the spot now. Jesus. He, he would have got passenger, I think. Let her go. Yeah, he, he would have got that. that. What was yesterday's? It's a music mongrel. Can't think of it. Sorry, guys. That's life. 
Things come and they go And you forget about it Amy, hurt like hell You're listening to 104 Drive With Graham and Nathan back to The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Big tune, Flo Rida and Good Feeling on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And around this time, we usually do Nathan's News. Nathan is off, but it's time for Neve's News instead. Producer Neve, what news do you have for us today? Okay, so our very own Keen Ducrow is a marketing genius. All right. So I've seen a couple of videos myself on TikTok of Keen doing these flash mobs where he breaks into a song, he's on the street somewhere. In the UK, usually I see him um, and a beautiful choir then which they look like the public, have just joined him and then shocks the crowd. And it's gorgeous, but it's gone international now. So All For You and I'll Be Waiting have obviously been huge success. And uh, this week he took part in a skit where he's part of the crowd gathered behind the screening of NBC's Today Show on the Plaza. So I think that's in New York. Today Show is absolutely massive. Huge. It's like uh, Good Morning Britain and Ireland AM, but screened to tens of millions of people if not hundreds of millions like a massive scale hundreds might be a bit exaggerated (laughs) but definitely tens of millions Um, and so have a listen to what he did there are a lot of people who travelled from far away to come here today but we we think we found the person who travelled the farthest where is Kian? Kian, you travelled the farthest where did you come in from? I came all the way from Ireland but I actually brought something special for you if you don't mind oh here we go are you ready? If you ever want to fall in love oh. If you ever want to wait on us If you ever want to be my one I'll be waiting So, oh, yeah Okay And he nailed it Okay, I'm trying to figure out Was it a setup? Yes As in, was it, was it, did the TV... Did, they, that, did that presenter know that was going to yeah, happen? they were all in on it. I oh, don't what? know about the presenter, but I know... She sounded very natural. She did. Because after he stopped singing, she was crying. Okay. She was so emotional. She thought the song was so beautiful. She loved it. If it was a case where Keen actually just decided to go there, and obviously mm. it was a plan. He had these people yeah. um, from a choir to do it, and just got talking. And go, I'm from Ireland. Can I talk and say I'm from yes, Ireland? Yeah. And then they did it. That would be unreal. Now, it sounded class. That actually popped up on my Twitter feed, I think, as well. Mm. Where it shows the difference on my Twitter, your TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Showing me age. But I wonder... Do we know, has he come out and said it was natural or was it kind of in on the Today Show? So I think, I listened to the end and I, by the looks of it, it looks like the, pre- the presenters weren't in it, but the station was in on it. Gotcha, perfect. But um, he, they all thought he was just a fan because I think fans gather behind the presenters when as the show was going on. So, mm-hmm. um, But another one of the presenters just said he was an aspiring great new voice. So I think that's good to know he's up and coming there in America. Lot of Wasn't he supporting Ed Sheeran as well? He it was, was at that Ed Sheeran gig that was a couple of weeks ago in Three Arena. Did you get... No, I didn't no, get... No, I missed Neve was out drinking before. No, I was actually on the show, so... <laughs> <laughs> Neve couldn't leave the, the three bar or whatever it's got. <laughs> she was um, loving the VIP experience. <laughs> Stop it, you. Uh, but he's also been spotted doing these flash mobs on the subway while ordering coffee and then going down an escalator in a shopping centre. Fair play. Um, and speaking of Keen, he's announced his worldwide tour, uh, North America, UK, Europe and Australia. Savage. Huge. And his debut album, Victory, is out in July. So that's one I will definitely be watching. Unreal. Yeah. Neve, thank you very much. Smiley Cyrus and Flowers on 104 Drive. We were good. We were good. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 
I get those goosebumps every time. Hume and Goosebumps on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And do you remember at the very start of the show, Neve? I was saying how I would like to incorporate into our routine mm-hmm. that we watch The Chase just before we go on air because it's on Virgin Media. It's on in the kitchen yeah. between two and three and the final chase is on and we all can get into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was scrolling on Twitter and this video, now the audio quality is horrendous, so apologies for that. Okay. But you know when they go up against the chaser when they're one-on-one and people are offered to take the, the lower oh, offer. yeah. This happened. Three of them had got back for the final chase. This is the last person to go. He took the lower offer and he won, but this was the reaction from one of the other contestants <laughs> on the team to him. There you go. Giving him the cold shoulder. Duncan's giving him that cold shoulder. Nothing to say to the maggot. Huh? I've got nothing to say to the maggot. The maggot? Wow. It's all going on here in the team. <laughs> he, oh. he called him a maggot. Now, to be fair, that is fair when someone takes the lower offer. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hello. This is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Lots to come on today's show in around half an hour's time. We're going to tell you how you can win wristbands for Fundamania, which kicks off on Saturday in Swords. They're for you, three mates, mega three-hour unlimited ride wristbands, and also, producer Eve, you tracked them down. On Monday, I was talking about Britain's Got Talent. There was a 13-year-old magician on there called Killian O'Connor from County Meath. He was absolutely phenomenal. He, of course, went through. He got a standing ovation. He got four yeses. And after five o'clock on the show, he's going to join us here on 104 Drive. I cannot wait to chat to him. I absolutely love magic. I've watched his performance so many times. Actually, if you're going to be listening to the show around half five, go online now. Oh, yeah, this is worth it. And watch his performance. Just type in Britain's Got Talent 2023, Killian O'Connor, magician, it'll come up. And then you'll know exactly what we're talking about when he comes on the show after half five, because he's such a legend. Now, though, it is loud luxury and body. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. This is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Nathan's on his holidays, enjoying New York, New York. Producer Neve is with me. And we want to talk about this tweet. It's a short tweet. It gets you thinking, and it's funny. So it says, You are a burglar, but you are only stealing things that will mildly inconvenient your victim. What are you stealing? I'll repeat it again. You're a burglar, but only stealing things that will mildly inconvenient your victim. What are you stealing? Do you want to add any? Let us know on 0876797104. Neve, you've just broken into me house. Yeah. Me, me one-bed apartment. What are you going to steal? So, this is oh, just off the top of my head, I think taking your lunchbox lids... Or oh, else yeah. swapping them out for ones that don't fit. Oh, I hate it. My biggest thing at the moment is I've no matching lunch boxes that match the lids and the boxes. And it's furious. How many injury. how many do you have? Because I have We have a full press. Isn't it so annoying? Where do they go to? Dedicated full press. To lunch boxes without lids, but then they're also lids that don't fit the lunch box. We yeah. used to have a massive drawer in the last house I used to live in. Just all lunch boxes 
never find the lids. Yeah, and we've loads of those um, trays, the clear ones that you get from the Chinese, mm. and we've those all washed out, and we've loads of those, but some of the lids are different sizes. Cracked as well? Yeah. You never use them. You always have great intentions. I that, use them. Do all, you? All the time. We use one today. I've always great intentions that, oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> great. We get them from the Chinese now, and it's kind of like recycling. We're yeah. reusing it. It's great, but I, I never use it, and they just take up more space. Right, I've got a couple. Well, I'm more so going to tell you things that would really annoy me. Okay. If you broke into my house, things that I would hate for you to take. Do you know... Yeah, it's pretty... The, the brush from the dustpan and brush. Oh, yes. Oh. My favourite thing in the house is the long-handled dustpan and brush. <laughs> I go around and go, sweep, sweep. Sweep, sweep. So yeah. I don't have to get the hoover out. I don't have to get the big brush out because mm-hmm. they're all away in the cupboard. I just have that neatly placed beside the bin. It doesn't take up, up any space. The bin hides it all. And just like when I'm cooking, there might be a few bits of uh, onion skin on Crumbs. the ground. And yeah. I go, sweep, 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 sweep. If you took out my brush and just left me with my dustpan, which means that then I have to dispose of the dustpan <laughs> and then buy a new dustpan and brush. And also, big fan of it. We were talking about it earlier on in the week. If you came in, found the hoover and took the hoover bag out. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would annoy me. What would happen? Would it work? Or do you think it would all go into it the... It would go into the hoover. But it would mess up the machine. Yeah, and then it would probably get stuck in the filter and oh, then you'd have God. to tip tip it all out. Inconvenient. In- I'd be so inconvenient. Anything else? Any more come to your mind? So I'm actually thinking this is not stealing, but going in and just being a little messer, going in and deleting their uh, continue watching on Netflix. Oh. Wouldn't that be so annoying if you were in the middle of a series, forgot where you left off, one day, I I was... Oh, me and Nathan were shooting a video for mm. FM 104 and then I had to go to the doctor afterwards before work. And he goes, can I go back to yours and just watch telly? He went onto my Netflix and we were watching the same thing. I, it was full <laughs> swing. And he just continued watching from where I was so that I lost where I was in no. the series. So annoying. Messed it wasn't even up. a burglar. <laughs> just being inconvenient in life, Nathan. Right, 87 Break into somebody's house, but don't do too much damage. Just take one thing that would really annoy the person, that would be really inconvenient. Hit us up on WhatsApp. It's Keen to Crow. I'll be waiting. Leave your keys if you're not coming home. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Keen to Crow. I'll be waiting on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And we're talking about a tweet where if you're a burglar and you go into somebody's house, you can steal one thing. That makes the person's life so inconvenient. What are you taking? I'm saying come into my house and take my brush, my dustpan and brush. I'd be so upset. And also my Hoover bag. Neve, you were saying again? Uh, lunchbox lids or deleting their continue watching on Netflix. Oh, that would be frustrating. <laughs> Connor joins us. What would you take? I would take their remote control batteries and them. And you've done this in the past, I you were saying. Oh, any, any time I go to someone's house, I hide the remote control. Oh, you're, you're a nightmare. Do you hide them or take them with you? A bit of both. <laughs> it depends how well I know them, you know. With someone who I might be in contact with the next day, I'd hide it so that they're searching for it and it goes into the WhatsApp group, you know. You're the type of person now that would put annoying things into the kettle as well <laughs> and just ruin the kettle. Oh, well, I, I, think, I like to agree out of that phase, but that has been done before also. <laughs> okay, it's good to know you've grown out of that, but the, the batteries thing, you're the, the battery burglar. The battery burglar, yeah. Well, I won't be inviting you over to any house parties in my house anyway. <laughs> no bother. Cheers to the call, Gluck. <laughs> no bother. 087 6797 104. Hit us up on WhatsApp. 
What are you stealing to make the victim's life inconvenient? You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dermot Kennedy on 104 Drive with Frankkeen.ie. We're talking about a tweet which would be fairly annoying if it happened to you. It says, you are a burglar, but only stealing things that will mildly inconvenience your victim. What are you stealing? I'm saying if you come to my house and steal my Hoover bag from my Hoover or my brush from my dustpan and brush, I'll be very upset. Um, I was saying lunchbox, li- lunchbox lids, but I've actually thought of another one. Wi-Fi code stickers. You know, with the Wi-Fi code on it. Do you have the Wi-Fi code there, Graham? Yeah, it's there on the box. Go check it there. And it's gone. Gone. And you don't even know it. Like, because to change it's, it, like unless you've taken a picture, I suppose. I suppose you could go in and then press the little eyeball and say, see the password. That's too much. <laughs> That's, that's, do you know what that is? Inconvenience. Yeah, it is. That's bang on. Bang on. Right, Jamie's got us on WhatsApp voice note. There's only one thing you can take if you're breaking into someone's house and want to inconvenience them. Every single left shoe and runner. Because then you have to buy all new runners and shoes. Because you can't just buy a right shoe. That is fair. That is inconvenient. And it's also expensive. Finn now joins us. Finn, give us them. What are you stealing? Oh, where do we start? Um, I like the fuses from the sockets idea. Sounds pretty good. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be annoying. Because it takes you a while to figure out that it's the fuse that when something's broken. That was, it was the same for me for my television. I was like, why isn't this working? I thought it was everything else barred the fuse. I think there's very few people in the country who know to check the fuse at all. HDMI yeah. cables is another good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. HDMI cables. Yeah, just those kind of techie things are around when you've got everything set up and then where's the cable gone? And then you start turning on people you live with. Because you're like, <laughs> you took it, didn't you? You brought it into your bedroom and you had it for your laptop. You're like, no, I didn't do that. So then that causes an argument. You right. Can blow the household very easy. Yeah. Anything else, Finn? Um, the washing machine detergent tray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't put a wash on then. No, it's a new washing machine, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. I, would they even sell them separately? I, I very much doubt that. Yeah, so you're not doing too much damage with just the tray, but you're also uh, really hitting them in the pocket. <laughs> uh, that, that's three. Do you want to add another one before you go? Go on, shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was so annoying. What if it, what if they've got Velcro shoes? <laughs> well, that says more about them than me, doesn't it? <laughs> and they deserve to have whatever shoelaces <laughs> well, they have stolen. <laughs> Finn. It sounds like you've thought about this already. Maybe you've done it before. but uh, uh, I'm not going to incriminate myself exactly. here. Exactly. Say yeah. nothing, Finn. Cheers. Good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Now. Thank you, Finn. I've thought of another one. It's a niche one. Oh, yeah. So, if you've got the kitchen chairs, mm-hmm. and I know in our apartment we have these little kind of pads on the bottom of the... Yes. On the bottom of the... The, the, the legs, they're called. That's the name a of it. felt one. pad, kind of. Exactly. To stop it scratching. Mm-hmm. If you just took one of them. Oh, yeah. Because then it would be unbalanced. Oh. The ch- that drives me mental. If I'm in a pub and the table's unbalanced and the chair's unbalanced, more so the table because the chair moves, I I can't rest until I have beer mats underneath the table. I'm the exact same. So if I'm eating my dinner and my chair is going... <coughs> drives me mental. Any more you want to add? 087-6797-104. Things to rob that would inconvenience the victim. Becky Hill on 104 Drive. Why do I feel like I'm drowning? The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Ella Henderson and Ghost on 104 Drive With Graham and Nathan 
Now, Fundamania kicks off this weekend, April 22nd to May 7th in Swords. And you can check out all the rides at fundamania.ie. We're going to play the game Find the Ride on line one. We got Shane. Shane, how are you this, what is it, Thursday? Oh, my God. How are you? Oh, good, yeah. Thanks a million. Well, we got Martin taking on. It's Shane versus Martin. Are you feeling confident in Find the Ride? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, two boys ready to go. That's what I like to hear. So, Shane and Martin, I have 10 squares in front of me. Behind each square is a ride you will find at Fundamania. We're going to be looking for one specific one. The first person to find it will win. And the ride we're looking for is the Waltzer. All right, so Shane, you're on line one. Which square would you like to go for first to try and find the Waltzer? Go for uh, seven, please. The Sizzler. Okay, Martin, what would you think? Uh, we go straight down the middle, number five. The Bumping Cars. No, Shane, over to you. Uh, number two. The Freestyle 360. Okay, Martin, back to you. Let's go three. The Buzzy Bees. Okay, so we've got four down. I'll tell you what's left, lads. You got one, four, six, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I'll go number nine. The Booster. Oh. <laughs> no, Martin, what do you think? Let's go ten. The Matterhorn. <laughs> okay. Oh. Right, there's four left, Shane. One, four, six, and eight. What are you going for? Uh, number eight. The Apple Roller Coaster. Oh. oh. Okay, Martin, you're up. We got one. one. The Sea Storm. <laughs> I love when it gets down to the final two. Okay, it's a straight shootout. Shane against Martin, it's four or six. Shane, where is the waltzer? Uh, number four. The Extreme Ride. <laughs> right, well, just for the game, number six is... The Waltzer. Hi, look, Shane. Well done, Martin. Oh, God. Thank you. I cannot believe... I didn't think we'd get a game that went right to the end, but, Martin, you held out. You won those wristbands. Congratulations. Who are you going to bring? I'll bring the kids. Oh, Have to be done. Absolutely love it. Well, enjoy that, you and the kids. And remember, it is open this Saturday in swords and wristbands get you unlimited rides for three whole hours another chance to win after half five is Lizzo now girl I'm about to have a panic attack you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan the best Lewis Capaldi's brand new track wish you the best on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan and a little bit of a travel hack here is from a TikTok travel account called Ash Cheap Holiday Expert and she is telling us how, if you're traveling as a couple, mm-hmm. so you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your partner, whatever, how to get a full row to yourself. So instead of having someone, a third person in your row on a flight, you have the two of you and one spare seat. Oh, this is what she's saying, all right? Here's how to get the whole row to yourself if traveling in a pair. When selecting your seats, you're looking for a free row, but book the aisle and the window, leaving the middle seat free in between you. The theory here is that someone is much less likely to book a seat in between two strangers and they'll opt for another row. And even if they do book that middle seat, you can ask them if they want the aisle or the window and it works out for everyone. Yeah, I didn't realise how loud that music was in the background as well from our video. So if you couldn't hear that properly, you have to book your seat. So if you're going on Ryanair, we'll say, they go, do you want to book your seat? Yeah. You find a row 
that hasn't been booked. There's three seats in that row ready to be booked. You book the aisle. Okay. You book the window and you leave the middle one free. So one of them, aisle, one of them, window. And her theory is that people are unlikely to book the middle seat. So if there are, if the flight isn't sold out, mm-hmm. of course, that's a caveat, that seat should be left free. Oh, that's genius. And I, like, you know, I've been in that situation where I've sat in the middle and it's just, like, it's horrific though. I yeah. hate sitting in the middle. I wouldn't pick a middle seat. Another tip she said after it as well is, if, if you're not superstitious, go for row number 13 because oh. people are unlikely to book row number 13. Okay. That's another good one. I have a tip. Now, I did this ages ago. I haven't done it recently enough to know if it's still working. But I remember I did it two times in a row and it worked out for me. It's a tip to get the emergency exit row. So my theory was, and it did work out. You know when you're booking in online, you're checking in online. My theory was with the, let's say Ryanair, they want to fill that one last. Okay. So if you check in, just before it closes. So, you know, it gives you two hours before takeoff. So if you maybe check in two and a half hours before takeoff, that will be one of the last seats to fill and you will get emergency exit row. I did it twice in a row and it worked twice in a row. I'll make a note of that. Now, I'm not suggesting doing it. I have to wipe my hands clean of this in case (laughs) you miss your flight or you miscalculate and go, oh, damn you, Graham O'Toole from FM 104. You said to wait and then I forgot about it. I'm wiping my hands clean, but if you try it, let me know on the show 0876797104. Amy Winehouse on the way after Jax Jones. Where did you go? FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Thank you for tuning in. It is FM 104. It is Graham and Neve as Neve is stepping up and doing a splendid job as Nathan is on his holidays. But is your final game? Of oh. ping pong ding dong. I'm sad. I've enjoyed it. So when will Nathan be on? Nathan's on holidays for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you got to really, you know, be present. Make the most of this. Make the most of it. Could you? Like, I think if you, you've lost two, but you've also won one. If yeah. it's a 50-50 strike rate, I think that's a very good okay. performance for the week. On the way next, after some, Ariana going to tell you how you can enter ping pong ding dong and win 200 euro tomorrow on the show one last time now on 104 drive you're listening to the 104 drive podcast with graham and nathan ed sheeran and eyes closed on 104 drive with graham and nathan ping pong ding dong ping pong ding dong ping pong ding dong ping all right here we go neve's final game of the week and taking on Neve, trying to make it to the Grand Slam final to join Ivan and Nikki. It's Amy. Welcome Woo-hoo. to the show, Amy. Hi. <laughs> Amy, how are you this Thursday evening? I'm well. I'm just driving home from work and it's a lovely sunny evening, so all it's good. Nice. And beating Neve would make it an even better evening, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are you feeling confident? Because uh, you maybe have heard Neve play over the last three evenings. How do you think she's uh, fared? She's not. She could She could kill me. You never know. You never know. <laughs> mm, okay. Dark horse. Here we go. I'm going to give you the rules. <laughs> You've got to give me answers. I'm going to give you a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Amy, if you beat Neve, you go through to the final it will be a three-way between Ivan, Nikki, and Amy. And you are the guest. 
so you will serve. Okay. Your topic this evening is bottled water brands. <laughs> All right. Not, uh, I feel it could be a short game. I'll give you extra time because I know it's tough. Bottled water brands. Off you go, Amy. Uh, belly going. Okay. Evian. 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 Uh, Evian. Evian. Boss. Say again? Oh, yeah. Boss. Oh, B-O-S-S. Boss, Boss. The, the fancy one. I thought you said Boss. Like boss. No, the fancy one. Yeah, yeah, Boss, <laughs> Boss, yeah. Uh, smart water. Fiji. Uh, I'm really sorry. Ask it again. Fiji, F-I-J-I. Fiji, Fiji. I'm really. I'm going to listen probably next time. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's my accent. No, I love you. I love your accent. It's brilliant. Um, Tipperary. Oh, Ishka. Oh, it's, Ishka is such a good name because of the way it's spelled. It is. River Rock. Uh. Oh no. Um. Oh, Callum Greeno. Oh, oh, Nathan's favourite San Pellegrino <laughs> glass bottled. Oh, God. Neve. Oh, God. Five. She's gone. She's gone. Four. <laughs> three. Bally gown. Two, one. Vincent. <laughs> oh, it's Amy True. And I'm just looking. This is the first all female triple final we've had. Which is oh, gr- I love it. It's great, but it's going to be very, very hard to adjudicate because usually <laughs> there's like either one man in there, one woman, and you can kind of put put the other sex in between to split up the voices. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to adjudicate. I I'm glad I have. With, Go on, sorry. Not oh, with my accent. That's not true. With my Might put you in the middle, Amy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amy, are you free for a call around the same time tomorrow? Absolutely. Well, I guess we'll be chatting to you then. Thanks, Amy. Bye. And cheers. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. FM104. Why is someone calling Var on River Rock? R- I don't know. River Rock, it's water you wear. That was, yes. their, that was their tagline. And then what else was there? Smart Water, Fiji. Remember Fiji Water? It was some red carpet, the Oscars or something like that. And they were, they were, the women in the dress were holding the Fiji Water. Oh. It was behind every interview and it got loads of press. Fiji Water is, I remember catching a bottle of Fiji Water from the Caleb Falwell, the lead singer of Kings of Leon. What? Caught it. He nice. just took a big swig out of it, yeah. You all forgot Volvic. 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 That yeah. is going to kill me. Do you reckon if we put different waters in front of you, you could tell us what they were? Oh, 100%. Like, I could definitely do it. You could tell the difference between the different brands of water. Blind taste test, I could. Right, there's next week sorted. It's Rihanna. (laughs) Don't stop the music on 104 Drive. Please don't stop the music. The 104 Drive podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Dua Lipa and IDGAF on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And on Saturday night on Britain's Got Talent, one specific act got this incredible reaction from the judges. You are unbelievably talented. Seriously. I love him. I love him. There's something really, really incredible about you. And you're such an amazing performer. I loved everything about it, but especially love you, your passion, your personality. I was totally, totally captivated by what you were doing. Yes, you've made me and Alicia a mess. 
Now you might be thinking, what was the act? Was it a 30-year trained classical singer? Was it a 20-piece hip-hop dance group? No, the reaction was for a 13-year-old magician called Killian O'Connor from County Meath. And I'm so happy to say that we are now joined by the magician himself, the main man, Killian. Welcome to 104 Drive. And can you just explain how have the last few days been for you? It's been very good. I've had loads of comments from my classmates, teachers, even the principal. Uh, I got mentioned in assembly and one class, there wasn't any homework because of me. Oh, so you got your class off homework? Yes. Which teacher did that? You got to give that teacher a shout out. Miss Alma Kearney, my business teacher. Unbelievable. So no homework on Monday for any of the business class. That is absolutely brilliant. When did you actually discover magic? Because at 13, to have that level of magic, you must be doing it, I don't know, when you started walking. Not exactly. I first started magic when I was six. The first trick I ever saw, it was this one right here. Oh, (laughs) the one where you lose your finger. You kind of pull the finger out like your thumb is disconnected from the base of it. Yeah, since then I've gone better and better magic. But what really inspired me into the magic was watching Izzy Simpson on BGT in 2017. She was a huge inspiration as the first young magician in the magic world to perform on BGT. And it inspired me to inspire other people who struggle socially that they should try to find something that helps them express themselves. Yeah, Killian, I want to bring you back to something you said on Saturday night that really struck a chord. You said this. I've learned that having autism is not a disability. It's an ability. If anybody's listening to the show right now that may be struggling with their autism, do you have any advice on how they can turn it into an ability like you have? I let my magic do the talking as sometimes I don't know what to say. And I feel like it could be the same for any person with autism to find a skill and let their skill do the talking in case they're afraid. From your performance on Saturday, Killian, it was clear that magic has transformed your life and you said during your performance as well that after discovering magic a light switch came on inside my head how has magic changed your life can you tell us on the show if i were to say it in my own words when i was around five or six i wouldn't talk to anyone there would be friends coming over friends and family and all of them would be talking but i would just be upstairs or in my bedroom reading some books or Uh, I wanted to be alone. I was, yeah. But after the magic, it was like, as I said, a light switch coming on inside my head. (laughs) So I didn't know what to say, but the tricks, I knew what to say. So I would do the tricks. And then after that, I'd be able to have conversation with the spectators. And now look at you on stage in front of the Britain's Got Talent panel, in front of millions of people. And what did you say to me? 95 million people have seen your performance in in less than a week. In less than a week. Wow. Killian, before we let you go, tell us, what's the dream? Once again, to inspire other people who struggle socially that they should try to find a skill to help them express themselves. Magic, music, art, whatever they want. Killian, you are an absolute legend and it was a pleasure having you on 104 Drive. Keep on flying the flag for Ireland. How good would it be 
if an Irish man went over and won Britain's Got Talent. You're absolutely fantastic and we wish you the very, very, very best of luck in the next stages. And will you promise me you'll come back on the show if you continue to go in? And forget about Britain's Got Talent if you continue to become the best musician in the world. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about us here on FM 104, Killian. Thank Hello. you so much. You're very welcome. And once again, thank yous for having me on. You are more than welcome, Killian. Right now, Calvin Harris, Ellie Golding, a miracle on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Beyonce, cuff it on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Neva's the hiccups. I think they're gone. I took a big gulp of water there. <laughs> Please, if you do need to hiccup, Neve, do it right into the microphone. <laughs> uh, we all want to hear it. All this week on 104 Drive, we have wristbands for Fundamania up for grabs. The prize is wristbands. They're mega three-hour unlimited ride wristbands for you and three mates. That's four in total. Fundamania is taking place in Swords this weekend. Oops. <laughs> what was Uh-oh. that? Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. Okay, <laughs> someone's going. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I sometimes I think it's other radio stations trying to sabotage our show. Q one hundred and two. It's Liam Coburn over at Q one hundred and two watching WWE. <laughs> Classic clips. Uh, more information on Fundamania is at fundamania.ie. All right, let's go to the phones. Carl, how are you this evening? Fantastic. Great to hear. Did you hear the rock there screaming? Or was that just in my ears? That was just in your ears. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm going a bit <laughs> mental. Uh, Nicola, same question to you. Am I going mental? Yeah, indeed. So you went mental a long time before that, says you. Okay. So I've got 10 squares in front of me, Carl and Nicola. Behind each square is a ride that you will find at Fundamania. I'm going to give you one ride in particular to find the first person to find it will win the wristbands. Is that all good? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Right. So, Carl, you're on line one. You will go first. One to ten, what number are we going for? Uh, Number eight. The Sizzler. Okay. Nicola, what do you think? Um, I'll go for five. The Apple Roller Coaster. That's me. Carl, what number? Uh, six. The Matterhorn. Nicola, what do you think? Um, seven. The Bumping Cars. There we go! Yay! <laughs> Nicola, you found the Bumping Cars. That's the one we were looking for. <laughs> and you win wristbands for you and three mates. They are three-hour unlimited ride wristbands. Thank you so much for listening to the show, Nicola. Thanks very much for that. My daughter is sitting here delighted. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> Enjoy it. It opens up in Swords April 22nd. That is this Saturday and they're there till May 7th. So if you're in the area or if you're looking for something to do with the kids, just like Nicola, head on down to Fundamania. And remember, those wristbands, you don't have to go in and keep on paying for different rides. If you have the wristband on you, it gets you unlimited rides for three hours. Some scripts now and Hall of Fame on 104 Drive. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan The script and Hall of Fame Such sad news about the passing of Mark Sheehan last week Myself and Nathan interviewed him a couple of times And he was an absolute gentleman 
Neve, you went into the other studio because yeah. I said, I think I know why I was hearing someone playing The Rock if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in the other studio, when someone has a fader up, it sometimes comes out on this desk. Right. You went in. Went in. Nobody there. Lights off. It's haunted, guys. Sorry. Did anyone actually hear what me and Neve heard? <laughs> I don't know. We heard The Rock a couple of minutes ago. 87 if you did. If not, we're going mad. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.